Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind. We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds. I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the podcast. We are going to talk today about getting ready for a big event that's coming up for all of us, 2022. Who's ready? Are you ready, Serena? (laughs) Oh, I don't know that I'm ever ready. To me, it's not like a big deal, I guess. Okay. But I love, like, I don't make a lot of New Year's resolutions because I feel like people do that and then they fall off the the wagon, but I do love planning. Like I do, we plan out our vacations and we plan out, I'm actually in my business changing a bunch of things up. So yeah, I guess I could say it is going to, it is different, but in the idea of like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Like I usually don't, I don't do stuff like that. You know, like those kind of new year's resolutions, it's like business planning and vacation planning more for me. It's funny because I can think of like younger Christy, like in her twenties, Christy, and I can see her making those kind of resolutions, work out more, whatever it is, like those like little things you're going to start doing. And I don't feel the same way about the new year anymore. I don't make those kind of resolutions, but I do consider the change of the calendar from one year to the next, a hu- next, a huge energetic shift. Mm-hmm. Far as, um, well, I love my birthday. So this probably has a lot to do with it. And my birthday's in January. So it's like, it's coming, it's coming. And so it's probably part of it for me. But I do think that there, because collectively as a, as a human experience, the new year, the shift to a new year actually does carry energy where a lot of people are kind of evaluating and taking stock and making choices. I think the collective energy, I can feel that and it feels compelling to me in a, in a positive way. So the reason we're talking about this today is last week. So we're recording this the week after Thanksgiving and uh, had a lot of free time with the kids around. And all of a sudden, I don't know if I was like looking through the calendar to kind of figure out what December looked like for us, but I was like, oh my gosh, like there's only once December hits, there's only like four weeks and a handful of days left until this big energetic shift happens. And for some reason for me, that really, it, it almost like dropped me into like this space of, okay, Christy, you have to make some choices right now. And it didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong, or I certainly wasn't like upset with myself or shitting on myself. It was just certainly a very compelling feeling of it's time to practice. Use this month of December to practice everything you want to carry through 2022. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, what is it that I need to be practicing for the next four weeks to kind of build skills that we'll be like ready to rock and roll, I guess, on that, you know, day one of January. Serena and I will talk a lot about working with our intuition and and really tapping into what's coming up from a soul level, not from the mind level. It's very different. I really consider it kind of like coming through the heart or like the middle part of my body is where I feel my intuition. And so I'm like, okay, well, what, what, what is it? What's going on? And my, 
uh, intuition was really telling me, well, what is it that you've been not doing that you've wanted to do that you've been feeling like you have almost like at the end of the day, it's like, dang it, another day went by and I didn't do this thing. And part of that for me is I'm a highly curious individual as like a human. That's kind of like, if there was a superpower, it would be curiosity. And part of filling that need for curiosity for me is reading just new ideas from new people about different, lots of different topics. And so I'm, uh, definitely an overbuyer of books like for sure if my husband if we were to say Lucas what's the one thing you wish, wish Christy spent less money on it, he'd be like books because we have a lot of books at the house and I realized that I've definitely been buying more books than I've been reading in the last few months are you is, is the book thing a thing for you Serena oh my gosh yes yes totally do you, so you have physical books, right? I, yep. I listen to audiobooks, which I can make it through actually quite easily because of just the, my morning routine, but I love a hard copy physical book. And this is what I buy and I love to buy them used. So I have like a vast array of used and new books. So my intuition was like, Every day at the end of the day, I think to myself, oh, I've got all these incredible books. Like I'm so curious about the knowledge held in these books and yet I haven't been reading them. So I honest, I got out a little sticky notepad and I was like, okay, how many books do I want to read in December? Okay, five. I want to finish, actually it was six. I want to finish six books, including the one that I had been reading for like a month. Yeah. And um, so I got sticky notes out. I got the six books out and I literally did math. So if I want to finish each of these books in five days, <laughs> what's it going to take? And the book that I was already reading had, had 80 pages left. And I was like, I'm going to just finish this today. Like I'm going to just bust this whole 80 pages out today. I'm going to just knock this one out. Yeah. And then I put a sticky note on each and every book with whatever the number of pages was divided by five and how many pages I was going to need to read. So I'm on day three of this right now. And I, in front of me, I have my book with my orange sticky note on it. I'll, I'm going to show Serena. Here's my sticky note in this particular book. I need to read 39.2 pages a day. <laughs> and then I'm checking it That's out. And so this like, Oh, interesting. This was kind of like this spark. And I'm not saying everybody get your books out and start dividing them by yeah, five. Yeah, but it's a great idea. And I'm sure a lot of people are, well, so, okay. I need to clarify five Monday through Friday, 39 a day. Are you going to binge? Do you think I'm, every day day? day I'm reading every day. And actually when I started this okay. new book yesterday, um, I read over 40 pages of yeah. this one. I just, and I'm really into it. And I have to say one thing that I do that increases the um, retention when I read and also the speed with which I read is I actually listen to binaural beats for focus and attention while I read nonfiction books. Awesome. Otherwise my brain's like, could we have a snack now? Hey, how about another snack now? Oh wait, <laughs> you forgot to change the laundry over. So I, I add in this extra uh -huh. element that, that helps me read. Yeah. Um, but I drink I like buckets of tea when I'm do you? Reading, sitting and reading, but I do audible. So, and, and script having audiobooks, it's really changed. I used to sit for hours and read and it's really changed how I read. So when I listen to a book now, I will play Tetris. So I don't know if that's a good thing, but I'm like focused on it or I'll fold laundry or something. But I read a book this weekend. I just binged it on was audible. It was it good? 
the Harvard Harvard Psychedelic Club. It was great. It was about oh. Timothy Leary and Ram Das and Andrew Weil, and it was amazing. So it's it's different though because I think what you're talking about because there's also studies that it brings down your stress level and produces serotonin when you're reading. And I think it's physical book reading, like the art of, because you're slowing down and you're sitting still. Right. And I think listening to an audiobook playing Tetris is not, <laughs> is not producing serotonin because it's a bit addictive. Right. Mm. So I'm, I'm thinking like, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, do I need to, and I do have physical books, but it's just that putting on audible and listening, doing something else is so much easier, but I know well, it's definitely more productive, right? Because I also will do the audio, do the dishes, whatever that is. (laughs) Yes. But it's not that same settled feeling, Mm -hmm. right? You get that settled feeling. So I'm, as you're talking, I'm like, okay, is this something that I need to do (laughs) as well? But I absolutely love it. (laughs) That's like the start of this for me, the start of practicing something for 2022, which is just the art of reading and dedicating. And it's also committing to myself and showing up for myself. So it's like, I made a commitment and I'm also going to show up and check those boxes because I know how that makes me feel not just the reading and the curiosity, but the actual saying, I'm going to do this. And this is how I know it makes me feel. And I'm going to actually feel that. So for me, I feel very satisfied and I'm proud of myself when I check something off of a list, something that I've committed to. So I'm, I'm also building that self, you know, self-satisfaction and pride in showing up for myself as I do this. That's kind of like an extra benefit. And I'm going to have read all these books. <laughs> I love it. I, I think that's so fantastic. I love doing it before January you know, as I was saying, I don't make new year's a big deal because I think I do, I do quarterly planning, you know, for my business. And then I I end up doing that for life and stuff. And it's the idea. And like you said, as we get older, we realize, okay, this isn't like a new year's five weeks and give up kind of thing. It's like, what do I want to build into my life? That's what I hear. You're building this into your life from now on. And I, it's fantastic. And honestly, I would like to maintain this through the reading of all the backlog of books that I have either in my possession or in my wish list that I, that I curate on my phone as far as what's next. I just, so to your quarterly planning, which I love, and I do not do that, but I was just in this book that I was reading yesterday, this book I'm in the middle of right now, there was a study that they were quoting saying, I think it was maybe high school or something. They just took a survey of which students had life goals, like actual tangible goals that they had written down for their lives. And it was only 3% of the students surveyed had actual tangible life goals, not just vague. I want to, you know, be successful kind of things, but life goals written down. And they followed up with them 20 years later, the 3% that had the life goals that were actual tangible and written down made more than all the other students combined. And that's not to say making money is an actual, uh, measurement of happiness, but it is an interesting thing you can measure as far as our society is concerned. So the 3% that had their tangible goals made more money than the others combined. I thought that was wild. What book are you reading? 
currently reading Beliefs by Robert Diltz, um, who is an NLP practitioner. So it's mm -hmm. actually beliefs, but from the perspective of NLP. Um, and there's lots of really interesting studies. I mean, I could, there's just, we, we talked a lot about the mindset around COVID. Lucas and I did yesterday based on some of the studies that were in this book, as far as like placebo effect and what we think about things and how that affects our physical, like our physiology. So it's very interesting on that level. I love something that has scientific, you know, has footnotes basically that I'm like, oh, where's the study? I'd like to read that study too. So that's where I'm at right now. But interestingly, I also tapped back in and said, well, what else is it that yes. I want to be practicing before the end? Because I knew it wasn't just reading books. What else do I want to be practicing um, through December to prepare me for 2022? And my intuition said, well, what is it you've been telling your client recently, a client recently that you're not practicing yourself? What, what nugget of wisdom did you drop on a client that was actually for both of you that you didn't pick up and run with? Because I, I think I've mentioned this in the past. I often will any um, recommendations or wisdom that I share with clients. I often am like, ah, I'm supposed to be doing this as well. Yeah. Right? 100%. So funny enough, just um, prior to the holiday, I had a client and I had this really strong intuitive knowing that her, she had all this power. Like, I don't know, you know, you see things sometimes and like get kind of visuals for people. And it was this very clear, um, all of her power was waiting. Like it was like poised, almost like someone on the starting blocks for a race, mm -hmm. um, waiting for her to tap into. But the only way she was going to access its full potential was by dropping into her intuition and like learning to actually listen to her own guidance and direction. So then boom, I have my intuitions like, what knowledge did you give to a client? I was like, oh yes, thank you intuition, doubling down on yourself apparently. So I am now also writing to my intuition as a practice, a physical practice, not just speaking and listening when it suits me, but actually this morning I sat down and was like, okay, intuition, what, what is there? What, I mean, literally I'll tell you what it said. So my question to my intuition was, uh, what is important today to accomplishing my goals? That, that was the question I asked of my intuition and my intuition responded with producing positive feelings while working. So not just working, but producing positive feelings in the act of working, which for me is a very, um, I, it's a very intentional thing that I, that I create by actually being present. So then I kind of asked, what does that look like? And my intuition said, well, grounding myself both in the present moment and in my intentions for the future. So it's like this joint being present with myself in this moment and also holding that at the same time as like my intentions for the future. And then I asked my intuition, well, let's clarify, like, what are my intentions for the future? Like while we're here, because I like to go a little deeper every time. And my intentions for the future were providing for my family and spreading unconditional love. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem hard, right? Just spreading unconditional love. Like that's just what you're going to do. Okay. So after that, I can't even tell you how I, I almost felt high. Like mm -hmm. my intuition was like, let me just flow through you unconditional love that you want to intend and, and create in life. So that's my these two things are my main focus for the next four weeks to make sure that every day I'm actually pouring this into myself, talking to my intuition, and I'm doing it through writing to slow it down. And then also reading these books that I've set out for myself. 
to accomplish them so I can what am I doing? I'm building positive feelings through work, basically, also when I'm reading. It's really, really interesting. And I think really an, a valuable and important thing because we have a goal, right? We have an end goal, whether they're New Year's goals or life goals or whatever, accomplish this work goal, spread unconditional love, whatever it is. And then we have where we are now mm. and there's a gap. And you just described, and I think we're given by your intuition, how to mind the gap is, you know, that's the difference between people that succeed and people that don't succeed is what are you doing and building the small wins. You win every single day. If you read 40 pages, right. That's going to get you, that's minding the gap to accomplish your goal of your five books a month. And, you know, however many books do you want to have in 2022 a year And building positive feelings while you work Mm -hmm. is exactly how you maintain the level of work you need to accomplish your goals. So I love that. And that's very powerful. And that's really, it's an important thing for people to take away is whatever your goal is, whether it's, you know, something with your family or something with your business, building in those wins, you win every time you feel good while you're working. You don't even have to say, send the email write the post you're winning just by feeling good as you're showing up to work. That's I'm going to copy you. That's fantastic. But that's, that's a really big deal. Yeah. It's also all action. When I think about it, if I'm like, well, let's reverse engineer, like what my intuition is basically asking me to do. It's literally asking me to take action. It's like, stop just because do I have a lot of intentions? Do I? Yes. By the way, I have a lot of thoughts. Like my brain is a thinking brain. (laughs) Like it likes to think and create things and the gap. I love that minding the gap. Oh, that phrase for me is always action. Action is my healing. It's taking action. It's a, it's a, I'm actually pretty good at being like randomly. That's a skill that I have cultivated over time, the being with who I am. And the next part of my healing which we're always healing, all of us are, right? Is doing. It's being at the same time as doing. It's like marrying those two things together instead of having them separate. It's it's an integration, basically, is the phase that I'm in. And this integration is, hey, by the way, Christy, you're doing a lot of being. Like, let's marry some, let's marry some doing to your being and like create actually what you're intending. And that goes to that Marion Williamson quote, which I'm going to butcher, but that we're all much more, the thing that we're most scared of is that our, we're more power. Oh my gosh. You know what it is. It is fear. Yes. Is, is that we're powerful beyond measure. It's a long quote, so it's easy to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and that I think is where I'm at is knowing inside myself, how powerful I am and everyone is mm-hmm. and bringing that more and more to light in 2022. It's kind of like, and my intuition is like, step one, Christy, the next four weeks or read books and write to your intuition. Okay. I can do that. That sounds great. And then when January rolls around, I'm going to ask again, or if I get a nudge to shift in, which as I'm talking to my intuition, I'm sure I will over the next four weeks, continuing the shift of what else am I building in? And it's not as if that almost sounds like you're like creating this like structure that you have to maintain. But for me, it's definitely going to be a knowing of what still is right. What can shift 
Um, because none of this is about adding so much that I burn out or I'm like overworking myself because been there, done that, know that we don't need to do that again. It's practice. Gosh, practice. I, that word means so much to me beyond just play the piano and practice. Like that word practice is, is medicine to me. And I think that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And those are, those are practices that are right. If we're looking at everything as, is this, is this an input or output? I know that's Mm. very mechanical, but that's, you know, is this building me up, giving me energy or draining my energy? And those are things that give us energy again, that help us maintain the level that we want and show up the way we want and feel the way we want to feel. What, what is already part of your morning routine? I think we've talked about it a while ago, but what do you already do this that you're building this on top of? Cause you already do a few things. Yeah, I do. I love, love my morning routine. If I was to say the thing, one of the things that has been most important to me as a human that maintains a level of happiness that I didn't understand was available to me. Part of that is my morning routine. So my morning routine consists of meditation. That's where I start. I do 20 minutes of mantra based meditation. If you're ever learning how want to learn how to do this, I literally use an app that is free one giant mind. And it teaches you over the course of days, like how to do mantra meditation and why you would want to. And then you set a timer and you do it. And it's very simple. And that's like basically emptying the garbage. The stress garbage is what I would, that's how I conceptualize it. So I start with that. And then from there, I jump on my trampoline for 10 minutes. So while I'm jumping on my trampoline, I'm listening to an audiobook. So right now I'm actually listening to the high five habit by Mel Robbins, which is one that you recommended to me, Serena, which is phenomenal because it is everything that we teach and, and, you know, her own giving yourself a high five in the morning, which is like phenomenal. I've been doing it. I don't know if you actually have taken that skill on. Have you done the high five in the mirror for yourself? Not consistently, but yeah, oh, it's delightful. It is a delightful thing. And then when I'm done with that, I have now for the last gosh, since what may I ride my Peloton for 20 or 30 minutes. And I love that because it's for me, music and affirmation. Cause these coaches are very affirmative and I'm a words of affirmation person. And then also at the end of that, I really feel the energetic shift in my body that comes from moving it. So those are my non-negotiables, those three things. In addition, I write in my gratitude journal, which is, I use the five minute journal. So it's very quick, just kind of tapping into gratitude for the day. That's where we started. And now adding into this, the intuition work, which literally took less than five minutes today. I mean, it was not even, and I love that because I started with, I like to start when I'm writing, I like to start with how I woke up feeling, you know, I really, I woke up feeling X, Y, Z. And then I also, I'm, I'm harboring like some other feelings that are kind of like below the surface. I got down to like what feelings I was harboring, which were really interesting actually to give myself permission because I then allow myself to feel them. Like these feelings are allowed to be here. They're real. And I'm experiencing them. I can bring them into my awareness. And then I asked myself what I would like to have happen today, which is a question that is so powerful (laughs) for all things. What would I like to have happen? And then from there, I did my intuition work. And again, less than five minutes of time, which made a huge impact on my day. And then I'm putting the reading in as it fits during the day. So there was a change to our schedule starting this morning from what we usually do. I was like, perfect. 
how is this working out for me? I can read right now when I thought I was going to be doing it a little bit later. So then I was reading in my book. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I would add something that has been really helpful that I've been using for about three months now that's free is this app called routines and you download it and you can actually just create a checklist for yourself of like morning and evening routines. And again, I love to check a box and get a little dopamine hit from like completing something. So in my little routines app, my morning routine is drink some water, meditate, bike, jump, gratitude journal, um, read nonfiction. And then I make myself a little daily to-do list. And I have these things done most days before seven 30 in the morning. And I, at that point, I feel like I've conquered the day. Like nothing could yes. sway me from feeling like I had been an amazing human being because I've actually like accomplished all of these things. And then at night I just have like a few check-ins, a little bit more reading and these reading things have been on there for months and I wasn't doing them. Mm, right. I would yeah. hit and miss. I would some days and would, wouldn't other days. But this morning I was like, check that off. Of course, I'm going to do my reading today. Like here it is. I've already started. So if anyone's looking for a way to remind themselves of a new routine and actually get, it's like accountability almost because it'll send you like a little notification, like, Hey, your morning routines waiting routines is the app. It was free on my iPhone. And I actually think it's really pretty. It's a pretty app and also super functional. I love that. When you started, when you first started doing the routine, cause you've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Did you start with like, if somebody is like, okay, I really need to do a morning routine. I need to set these things in place. Maybe it's not even routine, but it's okay. 2022. I have these couple things that I want to do and I want to put into my life. Did you, would you recommend starting one or two? I, I really love this, like two in December, and then you can build on that. So I would say like my personal feeling is at a minimum, do one thing. Yeah. You can, you can change one thing. Sometimes having more than one creates confusion, overwhelm, but if you have one thing, that's where you should start. I cannot say how amazing it was particularly because I started my morning routine when I had little kids. The reason I did this was because my children were little and my day started when they woke up and I needed time for myself before interacting with them because I was just like, Ugh. it just was not a positive feeling. And so then I actually read the book, um, miracle morning by Hal Elrod, which is a fabulous book. And it's all about having a one hour morning routine and getting up earlier. And I did, I just started setting my alarm earlier to not just wake up with the kids, but it was like 5 a.m. I think is what I was doing at the time. And he has like a list of things to do. But honestly, if you, if you did one, I got up earlier and for 10 minutes, I meditated. I can guarantee that your way that you interact with the day, the way you feel during the day would shift. And at first it does take willpower and you might miss a day here and there. Key there would be not to beat yourself up just to jump back on your routine. Um, but I would start with one thing. It's the simplest thing you can do. What's the one thing that would make the greatest impact for you? Is it going outside and going for a walk, even in the cold weather to like wake yourself up? Is it literally having a glass of water on your bedside that you wake up and drink? And while you're doing it, you, you know, set an intention for how you want to feel during the day, make it simple, but make the commitment. 
and ask yourself and your intuition, like, what should I be doing? What should I be thinking about? Maybe starting in December. I love that. That's a beautiful morning routine. I am way more haphazard. I meditate every morning and do the five minute journal every morning. And I, I do read audible every morning. That is amazing. My routine. Yes. Well, and that's uh-huh. the thing. Everybody is different. I am, and I operate best as a creature of habit. Like that is a part of who I am. Like I often will eat the same foods for weeks at a time. I often will, you know, get in a, a one track mind with the kind of entertainment I want to have or whatever it is. That's just who I am. So if you're not that, you may actually say every morning, I'm going to do a morning routine for 20 minutes, but it might be different every day. And here's like a list of things I could choose from that would keep you feeling like invigorated by that. For me, that would be like a recipe for disaster. (laughs) (laughs) And that's interesting because when we, we did an intuition session, a couple, I don't know if it was a couple of years ago, it was a while ago. And for me, it was like, it's fine if it's, if it varies some, and that just makes me feel really free. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's helpful for me that it doesn't have to be like the same app or the same thing, but I do need to do it. It's, yeah. it's a must. Like you said, it changes. It's, well, it's input. It's, it's filling me up. And that is what I must do every single day. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting because if I notice, oh, this is interesting. Like I've had a lot of stress or I'm not sleeping well, or as you know, normally I sleep really well and that's not going on. The first check-in is, are you executing your morning routine for me? Because if I'm not meditating regularly, it does affect my sleep and it affects the, the patience level I have with my family. And to me, that's really important. That's definitely a skill I've cultivated. Patience is the, the, like the mm-hmm. little, the little place between event and reaction that I've cultivated that I call patience that actually is directly related to how well I'm caring for myself every day in just letting myself empty the stress out through meditation or making sure I'm doing gratitude. And I can, without a doubt, if I see something is kind of like going off the rails a little bit. I'm like, Oh, that's right. You skipped two days of, you know, whatever it is. Like you haven't jumped on the trampoline for two days because it was the weekend or, you know, over the Thanksgiving break, there were a few days where I didn't jump on the trampoline. And I was like, Oh, I kind of feel like, I don't know, feel off or like heavy. And I'm like, Oh yeah, well, I haven't moved. Cause when you jump on a trampoline, it moves your lymph around, which is like the garbage disposal system in your body. I'm like, of course, let's go do that. Whether that's a belief, I don't know, but it's what I'm willing to keep. Right. So I can always check in and know that there's something I just without fail. I'm like, Oh yeah, I haven't written in my journal for like this week. Of course I would feel off. Like let's practice some gratitude. So it has a lot of empowerment for you instead of like, Oh, it's just a bad day. And I, there's nothing I can do about it. It's like, no, let's, let's go back to these things that help me feel better. And then you're you're in control about that. I love it. I'm glad you pointed that out because everything is, whether we're feeling empowered or disempowered, isn't it, Serena? It really kind of boils down to that sometimes. Am I empowered to make shifts for myself or am I feeling disempowered as if this is just happening Mm -hmm. to me? And I have been thinking about, you know, society in general and we don't have those habits. I think people would have the habit you had to, you know, and I'm 
romanticizing it, but you would have had to feed animals or had to boil water or had to bring in wood or had to do these things that would have been like these meditative morning routines that were built in. And now we need to build them in um, because they are really good for us. Yeah. And when we do that, we physical action. I mean, that's, yes, we don't take a lot of physical action. We take a lot of passive action as modern day humans, the, the screens. I mean, the amount of time we spend passively consuming information that just like randomly shows up for us versus saying, well, I have to go get X, Y, and Z is relying on me. Like I, I make a difference in this animal's life, in my family's life, by like stoking the fire and feeding them that actually does create empowerment. Like I'm actually have this action that I take that changes the scope of my life. We just don't do as much of that as modern day humans. And and that's okay, but there's something to learn from it. That's what I'm doing. I'm reading my book. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And designing it in is just really, really good for our mental health. Yeah. And so this is how I am preparing or using these next four weeks to really practice what I want to embody and have as a new way of operating in 2022 that I know will be very supportive of me. And last year at this time, I I don't know what it is. It sounds so wooey, but it's like, I'm reading the energy. I really do like energetically. I have like feelings. I I think you get them too. It's kind of like, well, when I project into the future, what energetic read am I getting? And I know last year I got like, kind of like a flat read for 2021. Like it was just going to be kind of like status quo and maintaining. And it seemed to be that way. I mean, of course there were ups and downs this year for, for me personally. And for the world, but I get a different energetic read for 2022. And this feels like I'm making preparations to step fully into almost like a, it feels very growth energy for next year. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be work to do, but work that pays off um, instead of just maintaining. So this definitely feels like I'm like, well, I'm not going to wait. I'm not waiting for the next, I'm not waiting four weeks to start. I'm going to start now. Like, what do I want to shift? Like, let's just go. I know that if I'm feeling or thinking these things that other people are feeling or thinking these things. Absolutely. And that's why we wanted to share it with you because guys, ladies, gents, people, there's only a few weeks left in this year. That's wild. It's wild when you get to the end of the year and you're like, oh my gosh, another year has passed. So it is, especially with older, with older kids, it, it is crazy. They go fast. Mm-hmm. So we're inviting you. Thank you so much for sharing all that, Christy. I feel like I kind of interviewed you today. Oh, it was my I pleasure. It. I loved it. Thank you, Serena. What we would encourage you to do is ask, what do I need to be thinking about setting intentions for and taking action on in 2022? And what can I start now? And just listen to what comes up and see. And let us know. Um, And I will also be doing that, Christy, the 6th. I'm going to have my planning for 2022, like an official date on the calendar for planning. But I really love that. And it was something that I was thinking about, I think because I was reading this book, (laughs) Harvard Psychedelic Club, and like (laughs) they were questioning like all of reality and society and social norms. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was a bit overwhelmed on Saturday talking to my 16 year old. She was like, okay, mom, but (laughs) you're like, tear it down, tear it all down. (laughs) (laughs) 
like what's important and how can we, you know, be empowered and be peaceful and what things are we doing unknowing unconsciously that aren't helpful for us. Right. That, that was kind of the thing for me to be thinking about and uh, maybe need to delete Tetris. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) I feel like, I don't know. I love those old school games. I'm, I'm voting keep Tetris. That's I'm, I'm on team Tetris here. So just in case you needed some feedback from the outside world. Thank you for listening, everyone. It was a pleasure to share this with you. And I can't wait to hear what else people are cultivating or practicing as we lead up into 2022. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. Bye.